What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. Yes, sir. This is Marla Tabaka. And as always, on the Million Dollar Mindset Radio, we're bringing an important topic to the table today. And don't let the name of today's show fool you. Even if you're in your 20s or early 30s, we are talking to you. I mean, midlife is something we just can't avoid, right? It's bound to come sooner or later. And it brings with it challenges for even the most well-adjusted individuals. I mean, who knows? You may or may not be headed to or experiencing a midlife crisis, and it's never too late or too soon to become well-informed. So many people dread it and dwell upon it, and a lot of people don't give midlife changes and challenges much thought at all. Today's guest says that midlife is a critical period in anyone's career in life. It's a, it's a time when we face a lot of unexpected challenges, and I can tell you, that's true. It was true for me. Yet, most people aren't prepared to handle them and may feel even very vulnerable about who they are and what they want to do moving forward. Well, Peter C. Diamond has worked with hundreds of clients facing the hurdles of midlife, and he began to see some common patterns develop as he as he worked with them over the years, and he refers to these as the seven warning signs of distress. He says that the earlier you can identify any of these warning signs, the greater the likelihood you'll be able to find a way forward instead of waiting until extreme duress sets in. You don't want that. Peter is a professionally trained, certified coach, and author of Amplify Your Career and Life, Four Steps to Evaluate, Assess, and Move Forward. Peter Diamond, thank you so much for joining us on this important yet really rarely discussed topic. Yes. uh, Thank you, Marla, for having me. It's, It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I'm thrilled you are because I don't know if you'd agree with me or not. You know much more than I do, but you just don't hear a lot of people sitting around talking about preparing for midlife. No, you don't. In fact, when I was sharing uh, the concept of this book early on to some people, uh, someone put it very well. said, you, basically what I'm doing is uncovering some of the dirty secrets about midlife that no one ever wants to talk about. Everybody wants to push them under the drug. And uh, so, yeah, in my, what I have found, though, by bringing them out forward, people are relieved to actually hear that what they're experiencing are what other people are experiencing as well. Yeah, you're right. It is like a deep, dark, dirty secret. Yeah. And uh, there's some shame to it or something, which it really there there shouldn't be. Like I said, we all go through it. We all handle it differently. And Peter, let's let's talk perimeters here first before we get into the sure. good stuff. Um, is there any defining the age range we're talking about here? 
Yeah, well, I, I loosely define it as 35 to 55. So that's, that is the loose uh, definition. But I think as uh, people on, you know, who are outside of that range also will say to themselves, well, this is really helpful information. Uh, somebody, I did a book club, and uh, one of the uh, women in the book club said, I'm not quite there yet, but this has been great because now I can begin to anticipate things. I can maybe begin to see some of the, the obstacles and the hurdles that I will be um, facing, and I may be better prepared for them uh, moving forward. That's great. So that answers the question. My what was supposed to be my next question is, okay. you know, why would somebody in their twenties be concerned? And and that's exactly why because you can start maybe um, managing your life and structuring your life to be more prepared. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. At least okay. at least being a little bit more mindful, a little bit more conscious of it. Yes. Hmm. So it's. I know that people don't want to talk about it, and I know that for many people it's it's really difficult, sometimes even devastating. Of the people that you've coached and the people you've spoken to who are navigating midlife, you know, tell us how much hope there is, you know, like how, you know, do most people get through this uh, somewhat unscathed? Uh, I think so. I think, I think... I think those who want to put in a little bit of work, and I'm sure you find this working with clients as well, and people who want to really look at some of the truths that exist in their lives and, and are willing to say, okay, I'm going to make a change. And it could be a small change. It can be an initial change. It doesn't have to be a big sweeping change. But I think people do. Um, or... They may not be able to do it right there, but they just, by coming aware of it, maybe three months, six months later, all of a sudden I'll hear back from someone who will say, okay, I'm ready, Mm. or I've already begun to make these changes. Mm. That's great. That's great. So what would you consider the number one, the biggest challenge for people during their midlife years? Sure. Yeah, it is taking control, especially of your career. And, and, and I say control in a very uh, thoughtful way in that you start getting clear about what it is that you want, uh, the benefit that you can bring to a company. Those are two critical questions to always answer. But begin to um, start having the conversations that you are initiating. I think what happens, and I hear this a lot, people... Uh, have kind of followed the path up, or they're waiting for somebody else to say, here's what we think you should be doing, or here's, here's your next role, or here's your next opportunity. And that is, it becomes less and less frequent and less and less available as you move up and you kind of navigate through your, you know, kind of, especially through midlife. Mm-hmm. That uh, path gets um, not quite as clear as it was earlier in your career. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. That that can be true. So your book sounds fascinating. I, I admit we've just connected, so I haven't had a chance to, to actually go out and get it and sit down and read it. Um, but Amplify Your Career in Life, Four Steps to Evaluate, Assess, and Move Forward. Now, you also have these wonderful seven warning mm-hmm. signs of distress. What <laughs> shall we go into first here, Peter? Which direction <laughs> shall we go? <laughs> <laughs> why, why, don't, why don't we talk about the warning signs? Because that's, and then we can, we can uh, then move, move on from those. But I think it does begin to set up what a lot of people are, are feeling. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's some, uh, within each warning step, there's a, a little tip that someone can uh, begin to action on in order to move forward. Does that sound, sound, sound good to you? Wonderful. Yeah, Great. let's do it. All right, let's do it. So the first one, as you can imagine, these will spell out uh, the word warning. So uh, the first one is uh, wavering Mm self-confidence. And if you think about uh, wavering self-confidence, it's when you begin to question what you're doing and why. And many times people have put pressure on themselves uh, you may have put pressure on yourself to succeed as defined by others. Uh, and you've never really felt completely satisfied in your career choice. Uh, so instead, you're, you're questioning the benefit that you provide. Um, and if you're not really loving your, your job or your company has unrealistic expectations, it could begin to really affect um, how you are uh, are seeing yourself uh, in creating a sense of uh, a diluted, diluted sense of worth. Uh, so that's that's in essence the first kind of the first warning sign. So if you really feel like your self confidence is being challenged, okay, okay, okay? yeah, definitely. And the uh, the tip, so the tip to kind of begin to shift that would be create your own definition of success. I love that. Really high, highlight your value and the contribution you bring to an organization. And this will help this will help reground yourself in what's important to you. Yeah, and and you know, truthfully, with with the clients I work with, I work mostly with um, entrepreneurs who mm. who are at that point where they're scaling their business. They may be bringing on their first employees and and you know, creating systems and such. And a lot of these are people who have been in corporate, and they are creating their own definition of success, and that includes leaving corporate. <laughs> sure, absolutely, absolutely, uh, and. And what could, you know, um, and what could, as you are kind of embarking on something like that, you know, your, your confidence can be tested at any, at any of those points um, with whatever, whether it's people who are, you know, questioning your ideas or your decisions that you're being made. And, it, and it's important to always be grounded in what you think and how you are defining success and the, and the value you bring. Right. And, and working with a coach is a really great way to do that. I mean, you know, we can journal and write and think about it, but I think a coach can, you know, ask those provocative questions to really get deep down into your psyche and, and pull that out of you. For sure. For sure. I think also just help you tease, I know, uh, to tease away some of the things that yeah. that you really shouldn't be worried about or that are, are uh, clouding your judgment. 
Yeah, most definitely. And, and <laughs> you know, you said at the top of the show, you know, we talked about how this is kind of that deep, dark, dirty little secret that nobody talks about and how relieved people are when they realize, wow, I'm not the only one, you know. And, and I think that's another value that coaching brings. I know my entrepreneurs are very relieved when I tell them they're not the only struggling entrepreneur <laughs> out there. <laughs> well, I always, I always say, and I, I don't know if this, I always say to people, you know, you're not really as special as you think. A lot of other people yeah. are experiencing the exact same thing. <laughs> and it's funny, you can just see or you can just hear this relief. They're like, oh, <sighs> thank you. Yeah, now. Really. All right. Yeah. So what are we going to do? You know, then it's like, and then they quickly just move into the, okay, great. Now what are we going to do? Now let's what, what, do it. How, yeah, let's do it. Let's move mm-hmm. forward. Peter, we are already heading into our first break here on Million Dollar Mindset Radio. So we'll be back in just a minute. Great. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. It's time to uncover the inspired team leader within you. Overcome the challenges of hidden agendas and miscommunications that create stress and a lack of productivity. Project management expert Norm Prevost and connection expert Heather Hansen O'Neill will provide you with a consistent infusion of inspiration and team strategies. In addition, your hosts will invite knowledgeable leaders to inject different viewpoints, situations, and solutions for an all-encompassing perspective on achieving winning team performance. Spend one hour each Friday transforming your mindset and increasing your skills. The Inspired Team Leader Show, your path to innovative ideas and action items you can implement today to create a more productive team and feel amazing in your role. The Inspired Team Leader Show, heard every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time on ABRN, the all-business radio network. This is Uncommon Sense for Leaders, a forum for exploring leadership from the intellect, the heart, and the spirit. Whether you're a leader now or aspire to be a leader in the future, you owe it to yourself to learn about the big ideas that have shaped the careers of compelling communicators, masters of influence, and highly effective leaders. Uncommon Sense for Leaders. Tune in to hear thought-provoking ideas on every aspect of leadership. You can expect dynamic discussions with special guests, quick tips you can apply immediately for better results, and the tools you need to take you from where you are to where you want to be as a leader. Are you ready to crack the code for achieving unprecedented results? Then join the host for Uncommon Sense for Leaders, Catherine Carlisi, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the All Business Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. On Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And we are here with 
Peter Diamond, and he works with hundreds of senior level executives and others to guide them through the change ranging from navigating career shifts and creating better work and life fulfillment to greater career leadership enlightenment and renewed self-respect. Today, he's here on Million Dollar Mindset Radio to share some sage advice and insights about his work and, and his seven warning signs of distress. And we are on warning sign number two with number one being wavering self-confidence. So yes. what's the A stand for, Peter? So the, the A stands for at sea. So if, if you think about this, is you stop advancing, you stop growing in your career, uh, maybe you're no longer feeling challenged, uh, and maybe in some cases you've even kind of lulled yourself into complacency. Uh, so you've kind of been in the, the motto of, you know, I'm go along to get along. But then something happens, and it could be something as a significant management change. And then all of a sudden you realize your job has become something you never wanted it to be. So new management's come in. They have, are maybe, they have changed and maybe have a different uh, idea of what you should be doing. And now you feel a bit abandoned on your own to figure things out. Yeah. So that, so, so the tip, yeah, so the tip for that, so if you're feeling that you're, you're at sea, you've been a bit uh, abandoned in your career, is to, now's a great time to reassess your career goals and ambitions. And this is also like a great time for reinvention. So maybe you learn a new skill, potentially finding a new employer. Uh, it, the idea would be to rejuvenate your, your career. And so talk to me about how this may affect um, entrepreneurs and uh, I know I can see how it can affect executive level uh, leaders, and uh, our audience is greatly that in entrepreneurs. So let's sure. talk in that that direction. Yeah. So I think I think a way would be you know as your business is scaling up, uh, maybe as you're bringing other investors in, they uh, they may start having different ideas of where the business should be going and what the business should be doing, or maybe you're focusing on one aspect of the business and you've, and you've let the um, other, another part of the business uh, be run by someone else, and maybe they have a slightly different idea of what it should be. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you may start feeling that, uh, where you know where you're at and what you started isn't exactly where you thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. Or well, you're in that rut of working in the business instead of on the business. <laughs> and, well, that, yeah, and, yeah. And that that could be the other thing too is uh, you you know you may be um, uh, whatever that uh, initial idea or skill that you brought and you've been so focused on that that you haven't been. Uh, feeding yourself and nourishing yourself right. with other with other skills or ideas or yeah yeah and and for executive level folks in corporate I could see where you know and I don't work with them a lot and certainly not not as much as you do and have um, I could see where perhaps the stress of of trying to meet you know what's required of them and expected of them could 
help them to get in this this rut as well, right? Absolutely, yes, for sure. Yeah. Actually, that that is one of the other. That's a little bit more specific to one of the, oh, okay. the other warning signs. So we're going to hold that thought. We'll come back okay. to that. But yeah, I mean that is um, this this is this is more about complacency. And I think this is just more about it's kind of been lulled into complacency. You're not really paying attention to what's happening around you. Things are changed, and then all of a sudden you wake up and you realize, ooh, this is different than what I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, uh, and maybe you can shed some light on how that maybe that could affect an entrepreneur. Yeah, well, it happens all the time because we get into being entrepreneurs for the freedom, right? And then, and then we find ourselves working 14 hour days and strapped for cash. Mm-hmm. And boy, that's not anything like what we planned. <laughs> <laughs> and so you get into, you can get into that complacent place because you just, you, you lose hope. Mm-hmm. And so you just keep going along, trudging along, doing what you hope you think will work. And it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. So it would be, I guess, would would then for somebody would learning a new skill would that mm-hmm. is that something that could inject then some new, um, yeah. some, mm-hmm. some new life into what they're currently doing. Right. Learning the skill actually of entrepreneurship and what it yeah. is to be a leader instead of a worker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Very much so. so yeah. yeah. Great. That's it. Sounds like a very meaty topic. It is. It is. It's one I love, as you can imagine. Yes. <laughs> All right. Talk to us about the I, Peter. Um, so actually, we're we're at the we're at the R, which is uh, so we're at number three, which is relinquished control. Oh, that's uh, right. So. And this is. Um, you know, this is interesting. This is this probably fits a little bit more into the uh, into the corporate side, but it's it's people who have really is what I call uh, scratched and clawed their way to the top. Um, but in doing so, they've really lost sight of of who they are, right, and who you are. So, and this happens a lot with first generation corporate leaders. Maybe you're the first in your family to go to college, to land a big corporate job. And uh, the, your eagerness to succeed can be blinding. And so without a good role model, you quickly latch on to how others in status position behave. And in doing that, you're sacrificing yourself in order to fit in. Uh, as one client said, you know, in order to be part of the club, uh, and all of a sudden you look, around, you look at yourself and say, you know, who, you know, who am I? Um, so... You know, a tip for that, for someone who is, is having that type of warning sign, would be clearly articulate the leader you want to be. And this actually was dovetails a little bit from what we were just talking about for an entrepreneur. Right. Like, what is the leader you want to be? What are your beliefs? How do you want to be treated? And how do you want to treat others? So going into that values exercise, which I just think is critical for any leader, be it in corporate or entrepreneur, this is where it becomes very important then, right? Absolutely. I, I, I uh, basically mandate every one of my clients, we will do a values exercise because it is absolutely essential. You have to, you have to, be, you have to be in touch with your values. Yeah. Yeah. I say they're like a, 
I call it a life map. They're, they're like a life map because whenever you're not feeling in sync with yourself or you're feeling down or just, you know, out of control or whatever, if you revisit this, this map of values, you'll surely see, you know, what, what is going on and where you're not honoring it, a really critical value. And you'll know how to change that. Yeah. Ah, uh, I, Love it. I mean, just what you said just uh, it just gave me goosebumps because I think it is so true. I and I, I, I to take that for for leaders, I'll say when you feel stuck in trying to make a decision or address a problem, go back to your values. Go mm-hmm. back to use lean into one of your values and use that as a springboard to address the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually it's- I had. I had a client who was really struggling with a uh, an issue uh, at a not for small not for profit that uh, he was one of the directors in. He was struggling with this with this. Um, it was an employee issue, and there was all this speculation. And he said it was great. So one day I was sitting at home and I looked up at you know the values that I created working with you. And right there was the answer to how I needed to address that. I'm just going to, I'm just going to lean into one of my values. And he did that and had an incredible, open, wonderful discussion with the employee. And they were able to address the issue and completely move on in, uh, you know, a fantastic way. Oh, that's such a great story. And it is, it is one that happens when people are willing to realize how important these values are and how important it is to revisit their definition of the value and not that of society. Yes. Oh, for sure. And that's, and I'm sure you go through this. I always, I make people really dig into what does that value mean to you? And then, then they really, they can really sink their teeth into it. Yeah, yeah, so important. Gosh, this it's this is so fun. We do we do much of the same work with maybe a little bit of different audience, but it's important in both directions. It is it is important. It is important, and I it's it's one of the it's it's part of the book as well because I just I can't uh, if if I don't do if I do anything with the client is get them very clear about their values. Yeah. Fantastic. We're sure on the same page there. So, Peter, we've got about a minute until our next break. So why don't we go into the end um, and sure. uh, see what the next one is, and then we'll come back and let them know what our tip is here. Sure. Yeah. So, so this, is, this is neglected, and uh, this is that you have basically been uh, shunted to the side by your boss, and this may be because you're, um, you now, your company has been taken over or there's bankruptcy, but you're really not, you're struggling to feel relevant in your role. And so you feel very alone. So that is, uh, so that's the, that's kind of the neglected one. Yeah, yeah. And you can be neglected even outside of, or feel neglected even outside of work or you know, because maybe you haven't been spending enough time nurturing those relationships and, and it kind of comes around full circle right back at you, huh? Oh, for sure. Yes. Uh, that, uh, it's that, um, it, I think it's not putting the right, uh, you know, some of it's not putting the right care and feeding into mm-hmm. certain relationships, 
but mm-hmm. it's also uh, when you realize that maybe some of those relationships weren't quite as strong as you thought that they were. Yeah, and, and we are going to... All right. We're going to be back in just a couple of minutes with Peter's secret sauce for how you can cure the neglected blues. (laughs) Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Spark Your Soul Radio with Ann Phyllis. Perspectives with purpose. Insights with heart. The WooHoo Radio Network show for spiritual seekers and fire starters who are ready to stop feeling lost, alone, confused, or blocked and start tuning into your soul speak so you can ignite all areas of your world. From your work to your relationships, lifestyle to legacy. Host Ann Phyllis is a spiritual analyst, fire starter, energy alchemist, and soul truth clairvoyant. Using the heart and purpose-based principles of her signature Soul Sense system, Anne offers weekly wisdom for tuning in, letting go, unlocking, and unblocking. If you've been walking through life with excess baggage, a heavy heart, a feeling of disconnection from your inner life, consider Anne your guide to spark your soul journey and reignite your relationships, life, purpose, work, and spiritual consciousness. Every week on Spark Your Soul Radio, Anne takes you on a journey into the heart of your soul sense. There, she helps translate your energy, essence, and soul truth knowing into positive action and change. From this space of personal awakening and transformation, you're able to reignite your spirit, spark your soul, and live in alignment with your vision and values. Ready to spark your soul? Check out past shows by clicking on the podcast player. Got a question for Anne? Want to be a guest on her show? Visit sparkyoursoul.me and listen to Anne every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. This is God in Country, the collision of faith and politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Dr. Sean holds a bachelor's degree in biblical counseling and master's and doctorate degrees in theology and is currently pursuing a doctorate in ministry with a Hebrew worldview focus. Through his counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. Join host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener, every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on this radio network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. 
And we are here today with Peter Diamond discussing his seven warning signs of distress for midlifers. And hey, you 20-somethings, this is even for you. Don't forget to head on over to Amazon and check out Peter's book, Amplify Your Career and Life, Four Steps to Evaluate, Assess, and Move Forward. And you'll learn more about Peter at his website at peterc.diamond.com. So, Peter, this is so much fun. Thanks again for, for being here today and sharing these, these tips with us. Um, what, so, yeah, what is that secret sauce to feeling neglected? Because this is a big one. This is, this is a big, big one. And, and this is, it's really getting reacquainted with your best assets and list, list your top five strengths. What are the key contributions that either you've made to your current position or that you can make to your current position? And it's really creating your own, this is about creating your own position of strength. Yeah, so if I go through and li- list those things and say, I, okay, so I'm I'm thinking like someone who has the imposter yeah. syndrome now, right? Because that's another deep, dark, dirty secret. You know, I got here on luck and I really don't know as much as they think I do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so if I've fallen into this kind of thinking, which I probably would if I were feeling so neglected and I listed my top five strengths, what more can we do to, to really reaffirm those? Because, you know, I might be tempted to look at them and say, yeah, but anybody could have done that if I'm in this sure. state of mind. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And that's why I talk and that's why I think it's the strengths. And then it's also look back at what have you accomplished? What have you, uh, what have there been, uh, whether it's key projects that you've run, contributions that you've made, and because we tend to forget those, right? We tend to we tend to brush those things aside because we're moving through our our day so quickly. But if you really step back and say, "Wow, what have I done?" and that and that will help ground you and say, "Wow, I have done a lot. I have made a lot of accomplishments. I do deserve to be here." And what's happening around me is not defining me. It's what's kind of defining the situation and the environment that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, such so important, so important that, and I think really midlifer or not, this is an important exercise to do and to also celebrate your successes as they come along because too many people diminish their successes. Right, and when I when I used to uh, uh, for 21 years, I worked in advertising and I led teams, and I always made sure that we kept a complete uh, record of everything that we've done because you can easily just forget about things. Right. And then at the end of you know each quarter and each year, we'd look at it and we say, "Wow, look at everything that we've done. Look at the accomplishments we've made." And sometimes it's a culmination of the small ones that all build onto something, to something mm-hmm. big. So I always tell all my clients to, you know, keep track of thing of your successes, of your key milestones, and and keep and go back to them and refresh yourself and on what you've done, your accomplishments. Yeah, yeah, really important and something that too many people don't take enough time to do. Right. And I would think even to your point, if you're talking about entrepreneurs, it's probably very easy to miss um, kind of the, the building blocks and the foundations that you're putting in place to get to where you're 
to get to where you want to go. And it's probably always looking at the future and, and the, the big opportunity, but sometimes being able to then say, wow, look at everything that we have done. Look at right. what, look at all that we have accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that gets dismissed a lot. So, yeah. And, when we, yeah. and yeah. And, and I always tell them like, don't, no, dismiss nothing. Let's, let's put it all on the table and then we can, we can then look at it, but don't dismiss it before you even consider it to be uh, worthy of an accomplishment. So, Peter, I'm looking at this this word neglected, and, mm-hmm. and of course, my mind is going back to to our entrepreneurs, and I'm thinking, can this also be, um, can self-neglect also be a part of this one? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> in, in a word, yes. Uh, yeah. And I think that is something that, um, actually, it's funny you should say that, because, <laughs> believe it or not, and we did not plan this, that actually gets into the next, a little bit into the next warning sign. (laughs) I am just like all over getting ahead, aren't I? Oh, this is great. All right, so it brings us to our I. So the the I is, uh, it's the inability to make progress on decisions that affect you. And... What, what happens here is you become emotionally paralyzed, you feel stuck, and where it begins is because you've lost sight of what you want because you're always focused on others. Mm. So you, every decision is always put through the lens of, well, how is it going to impact someone else? Uh, is this what they need? Uh, and what begins to happen, and I think this happens both personally and also can happen uh, professionally, and by doing that, there's this low simmer that begins to happen inside, and it ends up through coming through as some either frustration or resentment because you feel like you've lost bits and pieces of yourself along the way because everything's been so outwardly focused. Yeah, yeah, and and I would say for entrepreneurs that it's not just about um, putting the focus on others, but it's also about putting the focus so intently on your business that you mm. become your business. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so the the tip on this <laughs> yeah. is to think of yourself first. Determine what you need for yourself in order to feel fulfilled and energized. And this is this can be very it can be very difficult for especially I find this for uh, folks that are dual income families and you know there there's a little bit of guilt of you know having to work so much that everything becomes about everyone else but they're not taking care of themselves and so one of the things with this is always making sure that people find whether it's a creative outlet a physical outlet, a intellectual outlet, something that they're doing just for them and that they make the time to do it. 
Yeah. And, you know, I would refer back to last week's Inc. article that I wrote about uh, Richard Branson's announcement that he's no longer going to keep track of vacation time in his mm. with his immediate mm. 170 some employees and hoping to extend that out into all branches of Virgin if it if it works. And there are major corporations doing this. And, and the reason I bring that up is because there are corporations out there who are actually paying bonuses out to employees who will take all of their vacation time every year. And and so if you're sitting out there saying, I don't have the time to, to take care of myself, you know, I beg to differ. Your, your boss and corporate is, is going to disagree with you more than likely. Yeah. I, 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 I am so... Um, fastidious about that with clients and making sure, like, are you taking all your vacation time? Uh, the other thing I also will counsel a lot on is when and how they're connected. So instead of getting up and jumping on your uh, email or your phone to check your email, go for a run. Mm-hmm. Spend 20 minutes reading a book. You know, find... That time is just as important as answering the email or the phone call or whatever else that needs to be handled um, first thing in the morning or, or in the evening. Yeah, that is a dreadful habit. And I'm going to confess right here and now that I can often reach for my bedside iPhone <laughs> when I wake up first thing. And you know what can happen if you don't have that adrenaline going, that, that those wonderful endorphins releasing in your system because you're still half asleep is like what happened to me this morning. I got a, a really upsetting email mm. that, that came through last night. And, you know, so it's like it stressed me out through, you know, the first hours of my my day until I could really assimilate it and work on on it, and uh, that's just not a way to start your day. So you're right. Get up and do something healthy, and good for you. Yeah, I won't. I won't check any email for at least an hour until yeah. I'm up. I'm showered. I've had some coffee, some breakfast. Then I will go. Uh, and if there's anything that's an emergency and someone needs mm-hmm. to reach me, they'll text me. Yeah, they know how to find us, right? They know yeah. how to find me if, mm-hmm. it's a, if it's a real emergency. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for those startups out there thinking, well, I don't have a time for vacation, you know, or even for the entrepreneurs who just knee deep. You know, what I say is that you may not be able to get away for a week. Okay, fine. If that's the case, don't make it a lifelong habit. But find little ways to get away a day at a time or a half a day at a time or nurture yourself before and after work and things like that. There's always time. And and you'll feel better. And and the other thing yeah. I found people who are who are kind of struggling with the idling and the putting other people's first is when they start shifting a little bit to themselves, their family actually gets happier too. Mm-hmm. Which is kind Absolutely. of interesting because sometimes it also opens up more family based fun activities. Uh, and you know. And if they see that mom or dad is happier because they're spending some time uh, painting or photography or going out for a run or whatever it may be, it actually brings a better energy into the house as well. Yeah, it sure does. And boy, we are already going into our third break. We'll be back in just a minute.
unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Show me the money! Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And you know where to find me, MarlaTabaka.com, and we're here today with Peter Diamond, and you'll find Peter at PeterCDiamond.com. Make sure to pick up a copy of his book, Amplify Your Career in Life, Four Steps to Evaluate, Assess, and Move Forward. A lot of us could do, stand with a little moving forward right now. So, Peter, we're, we're on to the end of warning. Where, what have we got here? Yeah, so this one, I think, actually may very closely align with especially uh, new entrepreneurs, and it's no focus. Ah. And I, I affectionately refer to this as living inside a popcorn popper. And oh. this, this may be you find yourself uh, enthusiastically imagining lots of potential career options or opportunities for new businesses, uh, and like a kid in a candy store, you can't quite decide which one you want. And ultimately, you become overwhelmed with all the choices. Uh, but every day you come home with a new exciting possibility. And while all of these, while it's encouraging, right, that someone has the ability to see all these opportunities, it can be frustrating for you and those around you because there's a lot of talk and not a lot of action. <sighs> Yeah. That's, How does that does that sound uh, does that sound uh, familiar? I call it the bright and shiny object syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy, I see this one a lot. It's, it's actually very, very, very typical in entrepreneurs. They, they can be all over the board because, you know, they're imaginative, they're creative, they, they think without a box and, uh, and, and never want to pass up a great opportunity because it's what makes them, th- you know, they thrive on it. So yeah. this is a biggie, right? It's a biggie. And so and you, I have some tips here, but I would love, actually, this would be a great one for you to also uh, weigh in on. Uh, so the way, you know, I talk about this is, you know, list very specific criteria for your career or whatever your idea may be. And, and a way to start that would be, what do you want to be doing? Why do you want to be doing it? Who do you want to be doing it with? And how would you be doing it? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and mine is very similar with, with the entrepreneurs. It's, it's getting down to what I call the vision beyond the vision, the big why. Mm. Why mm. are you doing, you know, what is, what is behind this business idea of yours really and truly? And it's not just about serving a certain sector of the population in some way. There's always something much deeper that strikes up that passion and then creating that infrastructure and, uh, again, a map on, on how to get there. And whenever one of these bright, shiny objects comes along, I say, don't neglect it, don't put it away, but side shelf it and, and actually carve out some time to, to revisit it and, and to play with it because you love doing that. And so you, you don't want to neglect that piece of who you are, but just make sure to stay on course. Yeah. Well, I even found for myself. So, you know, five years ago, I started a you know, moving toward a new career. And three years ago, I started my own coaching practice. And even with that, I've had to be very clear about what it is that I want my coaching practice to be. And as things popped up, I had a set of criteria that I could say, does this fit or not? And even though it may be interesting, if it's really not where I'm my sweet spot today, you're right. In fact, one I just Mm -hmm. put on the side and I said to someone who came to me, I said, can we maybe revisit this in nine months? Right. Uh, but right now, I can tell you, I, I just, I don't have the bandwidth to do it. Mm-hmm. And they were great. They're like, yeah, let's do that. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. And, and you know, you just want to stay on course with who you want to be in, in one, two, five, ten, thirty years from now. And um, and it'll it'll keep us from reaching for too many of those bright and shiny objects or, right, or right. getting and, stuck inside the popcorn popper. Or <laughs> <laughs> you can't make a decision on anything that you want to do. Right. Uh, so the last one is, uh, is growing discontent. And then this may also be an interesting one to see you know, the linkage with um, entrepreneurs, because for, you know, a lot of people, it's, you know, they may, they may have the great job, right? So they've got the title, they've got the money, the office, the prestige, whatever it may be, but they're still not feeling fulfilled. And, and it's beginning to wear, it's beginning to wear you down a bit. So as, as you've moved up, you've collected what I call the trinkets of success, but maybe you've lost sight of what really gets you excited. And, uh, and then you, through some, uh, hopefully through some coaching or just through some personal reflection, you may begin to see, oh, you know, I want to be doing more of that. But now you have to figure out the path, how you, how you want to do that. And sometimes what can be holding someone back from 
moving forward in that path would be either someone you, like your, yourself, or it also could be someone such as the organization that you work for that may not want you to leave the, your current position and, and the value that you're bringing to the company. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so I'm sure. I, I would say this, this, this was me in my old career. Mm-hmm. I was doing well, but I really had, I wasn't feeling as fulfilled. I lost sight of what got me really excited. And, uh, but there was no, there was no path. I had, I had to create the path forward. Mm-hmm. And so don't the, we uh, all? I mean, yeah, we do, all... do. And I think that's the thing yeah. I tell people. I'm like, you get to a point in your career, you know, you have to, and that's why I talk about taking control. You have to get into the driver's seat of your career or else someone's going to be making decisions for you and mm-hmm. you may like them, but you also may not. And you're not going to have any recourse, um, at least initially, in those in those discussions and in those decisions. Yeah, yeah, and you're, you're right. We're all responsible for our own success, and and sometimes we forget that and start to place blame on others or circumstances. Yeah. Oh. And oh. Oh, I'm sure you hear that a lot. I know mm. I do. <laughs> yeah, and we I, and both I always, do, right? I yeah. tell people, I'm like, all right, stop. Well, you can, you can say it but then we're gonna have to move on and i don't and we're not going to address it again because you can make the change that you want and here's the tip so the tip on this and this is actually exactly what i did which was i you know you clearly and succinctly articulate how a change for you so what is it that you want to be doing would also be positive would also be a positive change for your company so and then you start from there. So it's, this is, you know, it's creating the win-win for everybody. And then to do that, identify a champion or a mentor or people that can help support you as you navigate this, this change. Just kind of creating a little, you know, your own little network or your own little board that's going to help you get to where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't it true that that change may, may include, and, and this could be also good for your company, it may include leaving the company? Yes. Yes. You know, and, and, and in my situation, what it meant is I uh, left my company, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but on the next day I came back as a uh, a contractor. I was doing what I my new career, but doing it for them as an outside consultant. Mm, how perfect. So, how's that, right? Three yeah. years later, we, we're, still, we're still going strong. Oh, I love that. I love that. And, um, you know, that's, that's something not everyone uh, can do, but I've heard, I've heard about a lot of people doing that. Yeah. And I've coached a lot of people through that change, and, and that's a perfect way to launch a business. It's great. And, and I, but I, I had to create that opportunity. I had to create yes. that path. Because the, yeah. first, the first reaction, the first response was, mm, no, we don't have that role, and I don't think we have the money for it. But there was a window, and the window, the window of opportunity was, but go talk to so-and-so. And I knew all the people, so I just I spent a year putting everything in place to make it happen. Before you left the company? Before I left the company, yeah. Okay. And they were great. So they, you know, they, there was, there, I knew that there was interest. I just, I had to do, I had to do the work to make it happen. Mm-hmm, yeah. And, and for business owners inside of the business, you know, you have this business as a vehicle, but you're probably in the wrong seat 
in that vehicle yeah, right. again. Yeah, it keeps coming back to this. And that growing discontent is because you're not, again, honoring those values and who you are and the leadership ability inside of you and that visionary inside of you. And so what change could you make that would be good for your organization? And many people, most people who are in that situation really resist this because there's just no way anybody else can fill their shoes in doing the work so that they can be the entrepreneur. But that's not yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. I, it sounds like that's a whole other, that could be a whole other uh, topic of conversation. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Peter, I don't think that we're going to have time. I've made a liar out of myself. I don't think we're going to have time to talk about the four steps to evaluate, assess, and move over, (laughs) move forward, move over. (laughs) Yeah, move over and get out of your way, right? Exactly, right. (laughs) Because I'm moving Um, forward. Yeah. So, you know, our listeners will just simply have to go and pick up a copy of that book, Amplify Your Career and and Life, and, and those four steps to evaluate, assess, and move forward. So I'm sure they'll find that on Amazon. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. So this has been just delightful. Um, I have loved having you on the show. And are there any last thoughts in this remaining like 90 seconds of the show that you'd like to leave our audience with? Yeah, the the only thing, the the thing that I tell folks is in the, the spirit of how I like to coach is, you know, it's a great time to to rediscover your best attributes. So find the things that really are core to you, true to who you are, and let those shine through. Let those really mm-hmm. come forward. Use those to leverage how you, how you, move, how you move forward. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely right on. And, and I, I like this acronym warning and, and looking at these different points. And I think that really even beyond midlife and, and prior to midlife, so many people see these warning signs and, uh, this gives them an opportunity to reassess and, and take on that challenge of, of creating change, which isn't always easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. Yeah. But if you have at least, if you begin to build, some yeah. structures on how you want to do that and what's most important. You can begin to get there. And it does. And it, yeah. the other thing I tell people is it takes time. It's not going to happen overnight. Right. <laughs> yes, it does. You have to Peter practice Diamond. patience. Well, Peter Diamond, it has been a delight having you here, and I look forward to speaking to you in the future. And this is Marla Tabaka. You'll find me at marlatabaka.com, and I'll see you here next week. Thanks, Marla. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you